Hier een zetsel word aan jou gebring die Radio Kaapse Kansel op 729 AM. Bezoek ons gerust by www.kaapsekansel.co.za Hi, I'm Vyoka Zimatu, your host for the brand new program, Show Me. Every Tuesday at 12 p.m. we will share on the word Focus on building oneness in our nation. Join me every Tuesday at 12 p.m. on Show Me. It's no longer just about the talk, it's about the walk. Umdu, gumdu, kabandu. Good day, it is tough o'clock. In fact, it's just after 12 o'clock. My name is Vyagas Matu. I'm here, Radio Cape Pulpit on... 79 a.m. Your daily companion. Greetings to you wherever you are listening to us from. It's always such a pleasure and privilege to be back on the program, uh, to be with you and to talk about the spirit of oneness as we continue to build our nation together, as we continue to recognize that umuntu you are a person because of other people, it is said. I'd like to really open up with this scripture. It touched my heart. You know, one of those scriptures that um, uh, you have a certain sense in your mind, in your heart, in your spirit, in your soul, certain um, words you wish to express to the Lord. And they, you, 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 they are just sitting inside of you and you can't articulate what it is exactly that you want to say. You know, when you say, I have no words, <laughs> those moments when you say you have no words and then something comes across or someone comes across or you read something and it articulates the words that truly, truly wanted to articulate. I was so blessed by the scripture and I thought I would like to really share it with you and hoping that it would do just that. It is Psalm 145 and uh, this word of the Lord really it is a lamp for our feet and a light for our path i absolutely love the word of god the word in psalm 125 says it is king david's poetic song of praise to the lord and it says my heart the tpt version says my heart explodes with praise to you lord now and forever my heart bows in worship to you my king and my god every day i will lift up my my praise to your name with praises that will last throughout eternity lord you are great and worthy of the highest praise for there is no end to the to to this discovery of the greatness that surround you generation after generation will declare more of your greatness and declare more of your glory your magnificent splendor and the miracles of your majesty are our constant meditations you are your our aspiring acts of power have everyone talking i'm telling people everywhere about your excellent greatness our hearts bubble over as we celebrate the fame of your marvelous beauty bringing bliss to our hearts we shout with ecstatic joy over your breakthroughs for us you are kind and tender-hearted to those who don't deserve it 
and very patient with the people who do fail you, Lord. Love that. And it continues to read um, as I'm about to finish. And it says, everything you have made will praise you, fulfilling your, its purpose. They will tell the world of the lavish splendor of your kingdom and preach about your limitless power, Lord. They will demonstrate for all to see your miracles of might and reveal the glorious majesty of your kingdom. You are the Lord who reigns over your never-ending kingdom through all the ages of time. Yes, Lord. When you open your generous hand, it is full of blessings, satisfying the longings of every living thing. You are fair and righteous in everything you do, and your love is wrapped into all your works. You draw near to us, O oh God. You watch carefully over all your lovers like a bodyguard, but you will destroy the ungodly. I will praise you, Lord. Let everyone and everywhere join me in praising the beautiful Lord of holiness from now and true to eternity. Amen. Amen, amen, and amen. What a beautiful, beautiful articulation of the words of praise unto the Lord this morning. So we lift up his name. We lift up his name for breath. We lift up his name for breakthroughs that we see even in our country, even as things that have been hidden are coming forth. And at times you see the truth and the truth hurts, but it is the truth. And so even today, even as we uh, talk to Mama Pell, I'm just so looking forward to this spirit of community, the spirit of building as we continue to talk to men and women who are influential leaders in our society, especially in exemplary positions of leadership. It is said that for decades, our continent and nation and the world has been challenged most not by lack of resources or expertise, but really by lack of exemplary and ethical, trusted, kingdom-minded leaders who are operating unapologetically, who draw their power from the Holy Spirit, this army of God professionals. Educated leaders, it doesn't mean that people have always have to be educated for leadership. It's a matter of growth, matter of responsibility as led by the Holy Spirit. So I'm just so excited today to talk to one of the leaders that I respect and honor, really, Umama Upel Osebenzayo, who works uh, with an amazing, amazing community organization in the spirit of community of building oneness in Abigail's women's movement. And so we'll be talking to her today really about what she's someone with a lot of experience in community building, uh, educated in social psychology. And we truly just want to hear from her today about what's working in community building what are the what are the tips or the, the principles what it is that we can glean from those who have experienced maybe you are at home you are in partnership with others let's look at what it is that works and uh, as we see such organizations being successful and continuing to be a light in the dark communities and townships so i just looking forward 
uh, to gleaning on that in this next few minutes. But before we do that, we always say we are not done until we have prayed. So we will do exactly that as the Holy Spirit leads us. And so, but before I say much, let's just go to this amazing, amazing song by For Kings and Country, God Only Knows. Yeah, some songs are just too amazing. Isn't that such an amazing song by, um, uh, uh, by uh, the group? It says, God only knows. God only knows what you've been through. And I just, it was just the words I just finished on a call before the show with just exactly that. Uh, God only knows. For uh, people, as a people, we go through different situations. You know, sometimes when you have been involved in something, <laughs> uh, I was just uh, getting a call from someone who was involved in some uh, uh, serious work. And when people's names were being called, uh, being recognized for those that have been involved and have made things happen, and her name was not there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we get those tests sometimes, you know, and we don't do things necessarily for people to applaud us and all that. But I was just giving her encouragement that uh, men may have forgotten to list her on such a critical role where she made such an impact. And um, but it is God who knows and he's the one who rewards accordingly, whether people uh, acknowledge you or not. But. Before we do that, I promise that today I'm talking to one of the amazing, amazing, amazing community builders who have um, really the spirit of building, the spirit of oneness. But above everything, one thing I do love and appreciate so much about our guest today, Pell, just her love for the Lord and the love for people. Love for the Lord, love for people, and love for doing things kingdom mindset so that stands out i don't think i've ever even told her or even have acknowledged before uh, but the lord is just uh, highlighting that today even as he has highlighted here for the program today and it's such a privilege and a pleasure to have such a woman speaking to us today and we have her on the line mamu pel bulelwa matoloana hi sisi Hi, Sis. Hi, Sis Hi, welcome. Welcome to Radio Cape Thank you. Thank you, Sis Vuyo, for having me. Yes, we are honored to have you. <laughs> oh, the honor is mine. Yo, I am honored too. I'm yes. greatly honored. Yes, it is the Lord. He's the one who knows and sees what you do privately. And he honors you mm-hmm. privately. And then the Lord honors us publicly. So thank you so much yes. for for the work that you are doing. But maybe briefly, you can just uh, 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 tell us even as we go into what we, uh, with what is the business of the day. How did mm. the, 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 the movements that I just love um, the development mm. initiatives that you guys do? Just I know we're not mm. here about that today, but just briefly, uh, mm. it's just an intro of the organization, what you do mm. there. Thank you, Sis Ruyo. <clears throat> the name of the organization is Abigail Women's Movement. Abigail not necessarily referring to a name of any person yes. within, obviously, the work, but inspired by the spirit of Abigail, David's third wife from mm-hmm. the book of Samuel. So I think it was that 
that led these eight women that had come together for prayer, I think that was in 1999 already, come together for prayer, going through their issues, trying to seek God's direction for their own personal lives, and were subsequently led by God to to overlook what their personal issues mm. and look into the greater community and thereby tra- translating their pain um, into God's pain for His people and going out and seeking to do what God would do to His people if we were able if we were to walk the breath and the length of the earth. <clears throat> so these eight women went out and started. Um, doing and interpreting how they understood the call that God had given them and the mandate that God had given them at the time to the best of their ability. But then you know how it is when you start doing God's work. Um, You start thinking that it should go this way, but as you, you know, step by step, God keeps on revealing himself. And by the time, 22 years down the line, what started out as one thing has metamorphosed into something mm. awesome and something totally, totally different for what they thought they were doing when they started out. Yes. What did you think so, you were yeah. starting and what uh, what actually happened? I, I remember when God actually said, because I remember I was fresh from varsity. It was a group of eight women. I was fresh from varsity and the others, obviously the older women that I was working with. I think it was one of the women that he started out with. Um, each woman going through their issues, whatever those issues were at the time, because what had brought these women together was pain and seeking clarity and answers for their personal lives. Mm. So when God initially sent us out to the community, when God instructed us to to stop looking at ourselves, because I remember the word he actually used was that, I think we had met during that time, which was after about three years of running this prayer session or this prayer group that we looked running. And God literally said to us, we're too insular. We should start looking outside. Um, the answers to the things we thought we were going to get by continually praying and pricking and, and dissecting this pain and the things that we're going through, we would actually find out as we were addressing and attending other people's pains and seeking to bring clarity to their issues. Um, so when we started, remember, and we started right at the height of the HIV AIDS pandemic, yeah. Um, and you, everybody was seeking and trying to find ways to, to respond to the struggles of the community then. But for some strange reason, because I remember we had a, brain, a, a brainstorming session where we would pray, we went to a retreat, and we were praying and trying to find out what God was doing, was going to, how God was going to direct us. And there was a whole list of things we wanted to be doing. There was a wish list, basically, that we were working on. And God was quite specific that he wanted us to start with all the people, the neglected group in our society. Mm. Um, we ended up starting with that. Um, and as God did have it, I think when we started, uh, we met a woman by the name of Jorinhana Gek Elam. I hope she's still alive. She's still alive. She was seconded by HSRC to, the, to UCT, the gerontology department of UCT at the time. And she was doing some kind of work with what later became Oregio's Bonele a baseline study in the community. And I remember she came on and, and did what would have cost us thousands and thousands of rent and did it for us for free. Yeah. And did a baseline for us that enabled us to build an entire program around the care of the elderly in communities and in households. 
And that was our launching program, basically, into community work, working with elderly people. Wow. So we started out caring for older people, um, especially at the time, older people that were struggling with the impact of HIV and AIDS in their household um, and not knowing how to deal with Because remember, at the time, we'd find an older person whose daughter had come back home from wherever. Some of them came back sick and obviously were not, did not disclose to Granny or to Mother that they were, they were infected. And Granny would take care of the daughter only to be left infected as well. Because remember, she didn't take any precautions mm-hmm. while taking mm-hmm. care of the baby. Mm-hmm. So we were left now with older people struggling with infection. They didn't know how they got, didn't know how to deal with it. And over and above the infection, a child, in most cases, that was left by the, by the daughter who eventually passed away. But the child with no documentation, Granny struggling now with the new health issue that is coming to the household, her being affected as well, and a child also affected, but then Granny at the time didn't know that the child was sick. So it is in that dynamic that we started doing our, our community work. Um, yeah. Wow. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. It's like as you are talking, it's like the word just pain, 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 mm, pain. Yeah, it was just... pain. It was pain. Yeah, because like just... remember, it was pain. Yeah, and remember, pain doesn't make sense, especially when you are in it. Mm. It doesn't mm. make mm. sense. Pain mm. is mm. dark. You sure. don't. You don't see tomorrow. You don't yes. see how you, you yes. are going to get out. Now you need somebody who would come and walk with you. Somebody who would continually remind you that you know what. The, you know, bring context to the pain. I think that's one of the things that God taught us to do as we're working with communities in pain. Yeah. Was that pain has the context. And normally, if, when God allows it to happen, because we fully believe that God is sovereign and God is in control. And when, when things happen in our lives, it's not as if now God is suddenly surprised that this thing has happened to me. But God, in His sovereignty, would, uh, would give us a context to this thing, and a context that allows me to overcome and victor over the pain. And when I fail to 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 to, to connect to the context and the grace, a lot is context. Pain. Wow. And I think that's one of we had to learn is that we had to constantly, while you are crying. We had to give perspective to your tears so that the tears do not swallow you alive and you end up not seeing the hand of God in the pain. Because we have found, and in times without number, even in Scripture, we have seen God in messy and painful situations bringing up, you know, bringing out righteousness, bringing out goodness, bringing out His love and His kindness. And you find that maybe if, if the pain had not happened, I would not have connected with a God of grace in that way because I wouldn't have known what grace looked like mm. and what kindness mm. looked like. Mm. So mm. pain allowed me to understand kindness and love better, you know, yeah. and gave me clarity to that. Yes. Uh, yes. But yeah. Sure. I, Pell, I know you may be surprised I'm not asking any of the questions that um, I had oh. sent you. But mm. I am hearing this word pain just thundering in mm. my spirit. Mm. Mm. And I think mm. that's why mm. you are here today. It's not about yeah. what I thought mm. you are here about. You are here mm. about pain. Mm. You are here mm. 
about the country that is experiencing pain. You are here about the people that lost loved ones, the the level Mm. of suffering, the pain, and you've just been dealing with a lot of Mm. pain. And Mm. I just hear the Lord, I'm just literally just going to allow you to just Mm. minister on pain what it is, mm. and just uh, comfort to those who are at home who are currently going through it. Mm. Mm. I, I can just imagine, because remember, remember now, I'm sure we've, we've gone back to that time, yeah. but now the intensity is even bigger. Yeah. Um, because now Corona is doing what HIV AIDS did not do. Because HIV AIDS gave you time. Mm. It gave you mm. time mm. To, to, okay, you, you knew that this thing has come in. But at least you had some time to, in, to, to somehow engage on, on some level with this thing. But now Corona, especially now the second wave, according to them, is not giving us that at all. One day you are fine, the next day you are sick, and the day after you are dead. And now the pain, the, the, the family is still reeling from the diagnosis and still trying to grapple with the diagnosis. All of a sudden has to prepare for a burial. And now, remember, now it comes also with, with a fear that is so intensified. Because now when you bury a family member, you are left with the question, who else is infected? Who else have they come into contact with? Now you are dealing with the pain on the other side. And, and the devil is really clever. And the devil is really cunning and very really scheming. Because remember now, this is his pattern. This is his way. Introducing pain and confusion. Because remember, when pain and confusion and darkness come together, you literally, literally do not hear God speaking. And you find that God is speaking. In this, our pain, God is speaking louder. And if we were to sit back and, and listen to prophecy, Mm. Ever since and listen to what God has been saying throughout. God has been warning us of this time. But the thing is, I think when we interpreted his speakings, we never featured that something like this would happen, forgetting that God works in crisis. When God is about to change something, to bring something new, there needs to be a crisis situation that would happen. That would cause us, number one, to go on our knees, number two, to look at him, and number three, to fine-tune our ears to hear him so that we can declare a new day. And remember now, the new day even becomes brighter after darkness. Because remember, now after we've come out of the darkness of this pain and the questions that are not answered, and then, you know, and, 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 the, and the desperate, it's not even a melody but then a desperate gong of pain. Um, we are all looking for, we are all looking and we are all grappling and we are all trying to find answers. Mm. And now you find that it's in this time here now that God would raise up. This is the season of the manifestations of the sun. Because now it is in the seasons that now sons who have been prepared for death. Because remember now God had allowed some of us to go through death and dying mm. and everything. Mm. And sons, mm. because you know, literally like the instruction that he gave Ezekiel that go into the morning room because your wife is going to die tomorrow. So when now go through the ritual of death before death. Because when death and the spirit of death comes, you're supposed now to stand and give Israel direction. You mm. know, tell them my heart, show them the way, tell them that I'm doing a new system. Do not cry in despair. Do not throw your you know I mean when everybody else is doing that, shout out. This is the way that you should be going. And I want to believe that this is what God is doing. Mm. And you will allow some of the sons to taste the despair of COVID. Yeah. Because how else will I tell, a, 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 you know, somebody who, who, who is far from God, you know, how else will I show them the context of this thing? Because it might be manufactured. 
the, the, the enemy and, and his minions might be coming up with a plan to, to destroy and cause destruction. But in this pain, I'm seeing, the, I'm seeing God's hand. Uyo. I'm mm. seeing everything that he has promised us. I'm mm. seeing new systems that are birthed out of this. Yes, I'm seeing the kingdom established in this. In mm. every corner, I'm seeing signs suddenly standing yes. and realizing that, you know what, what we've been doing was outside the will of the Father. And I'm seeing now signs literally gravitating and ensuring that the will of the Father is done in creation. I'm seeing boldness. You would see that, you know, I'm seeing boldness. I'm seeing courage. Mm. I mean, I would look mm. at you know, at, at Chief Justice. Yeah. And I'm seeing, I'm seeing signs raised for, this, for, for such a time as this. Mm. And signs embracing, you know, like, remember some, in, in, in times past, we would make these declarations in our little corners. We limit these declarations in our small little prayer group somewhere. But now I'm seeing signs who are coming out, signs who are literally willing to lay down their lives for, you know, for this gospel and for the gospel of the kingdom of God. I'm literally seeing what Christ has been talking about all the time and what God has been promising this continent, especially South Africa. Literally, I'm seeing the rising of Africa. Yes, I'm seeing Lord. Africa giving, giving direction. I'm seeing South Africa I'm yes, being Cape Town, particularly giving direction that, guys, we are not going to cry, you know, like those who do not have faith, but we will rejoice in the day of our mourning. Yes, we will rejoice Lord. because God has visited us. So this pain is, is not for... It's not for nothing. Yes, this pain Lord. is for a reason, and we will embrace. And you know, like it's like you know, like like an eagle going through the eye, to the eye of the storm, mm. we'll literally push into the pain because mm. we have to birth this new thing that God has called us to bring. So we are crying for you, but we are not crying mm. in despair. We are crying. We are not crying in despair. You know, I'm sure that that let you know bring it on kind of spirit is suddenly yes, risen. Lord. And I'm seeing women in, in you know in little corners doing marvelous and beautiful things. Sun being made manifest. Sun being sun being revealed. Yes. Wow, it, 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 it's painful, but it's it, yeah, it's painful, but it's powerful. Wow. At the same time, wow. it's painful and powerful. So. Yeah, so as we are crying, and we are crying with these families, mm. but we are saying the devil will not have the last say. Yes. We say, oh. cry, you know, cry, wipe your tears, and let us get God, let's get God's heart. What is God saying to this family about this thing? Mm. Let us get God's heart. Let us connect to God's heart. Let us connect to his speaking, so that when we move on, we move on with what will come out. Because remember, the, 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 the death room was not one. Because remember, I think he's literally setting us into a space where we even conquer, you know, the fear of death. Mm. The last thing of death is fear. We stop fearing death anymore because we know that we're coming into a time where some of us might need to be martyred for this thing. So now we need to even get to a point where we are not afraid of dying anymore because this, this is a time for it. This is a time for the establishment of, of the things of God. Literally makes you say, it's his willingness as it is in heaven. Wow. So that is this is what I'm seeing. Yes, Lord. This Thank is what I'm seeing. This is what I'm hearing. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy mm. Spirit. Thank mm. you, Holy Spirit. Mm. Thank mm. you, Father. Thank you for this. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Mm. I'm just going to go on this song and just allow the release mm. that you have just poured out by the spirit of god to resonate in people's hearts mm. and then um 
we will go. You can please just stay on the line. I just want to take a break with this three minute song, and then right. I would like to, um, and then uh, we will continue because I would really love you to pray. Uh, right. Because you've opened uh, something so sensitive, mm. and so we will need to mm. cover it with the Holy Spirit. You can mm. please just stay on the line as we go mm. on this song. And the song says, St He's still my God, just as Pell Bulelo Matulane says mm. by Ryan Stevenson, He is still mm. my God. Mm. Amen, 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 and we are back here, see, see, that mm. was just so, mm. so powerful, our spirits are so turned, are so stirred, mm. Um, mm. I mean, at this time, so you are in your car, you are in the office, you are at home, or you are listening, as you are walking up around on your day, we are talking to uh, the servant of the Lord who came today. And we just want to hand over back to you, Sisiwe, to just to wrap up um, the, 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 the beautiful and amazing, amazing release by the Holy Spirit. That Anything in your heart uh, that you have right now? Anything? Nothing in particular, Sisiwe, okay, except sure. just um, reminding the body of Christ yeah. that this is a time that we are to arise. This is the time of our coming out, each and every one of us in our little corner. This is the time of the Lord, and we should embrace it as such. This is the season of God. And then someone is at home and saying, I'm just currently experiencing a lot of pain. Mm. I think, but like we said, go through the pain, but mm. don't get stuck in the pain. Wow. Go through the ritual of death and come on the other side. Because on the other side, God is waiting for you. And when you, once you find Him, all the pain that you make, went through will make sense. And you, I promise you, if you were to be given a chance to do it over again, you will do it exactly the same way. Because the pain suddenly have made sense and the pain would be, would be contextualized for you and for the will of the Father mm. in your life mm. and to the ones that God has sent you to impact. It's not for naught. It's mm. never for nothing. With God, nothing is ever for nothing. Everything is for the establishment of His kingdom and the impacting of lives for His glory. So go through the pain, cry, but don't get stuck in the pain. Go through it. Mm. Can you, are Go there anything, uh, what, what three things maybe that can, um, that are coming to mind, what that one can do or uh, in this experience of being in it? Are there any ways of dealing with it? Um, uh, is there anything practical that one can do? Is there mm. any like a way of thinking that one can do? Are there any actions, anything that That's one have seen do. working as we have been working with organization? With, with organization. Yes. One of the things I always tell, okay, we always share in the office, yeah. obviously, before we start with, number one, remembering, always remembering who God is. Mm. Once remember you remember that God, God is. is sovereign, mm. God is not us, we are like God. We are not in the same level as God. Mm. God is God. And nothing is impossible for him. 
So one of the things that worked for me and one of the things that works for the groups that we work with is always putting God in his context in our life, mm. remembering mm. God. Mm. That's number one. Because yeah. once I remember who God is, mm. then I remember who I am. Mm. And, inf- and if circumstances do not influence or circumstances do not change his sovereignty and his power and his might and his ability in my life. So I might be going through whatever I'm going through, but he remains sovereign and he is still able. Amen. That's for me, that's number one. Number, one. number two is he invites us to enter into his rest. I have found so much in his rest. But now when I rest in him, because I think one of the things, again, I think it's human nature, trying to find solutions and meaning. Mm. And sometimes in our quest for solutions and meaning, we end up you know, knocking on doors that we have no business knocking in. But when I am rested mm. in him, we in due cause, we have no business, no business knocking, wow. because I'm busy trying to find solutions. But what I have discovered, I know it's difficult, but you know I have discovered the work of the Holy Spirit in my life. When you allow the Holy Spirit to lead us into his rest, I promise you answers are found there. I even find answers to questions I have no words for, questions I have not asked because I do not know how to ask them, or I do not even know I need to ask those questions. But I find answers waiting for me, and those answers are perfect to address that situation for me. Number three, understanding time and space within the context of God, Mm -hmm. that God, things happen within their time and within their spaces. And some of these things are good and other things are bad, but in time and in space, God has put eternity. And when I allow time you, and space um, you, to you reveal... You got cut off me, a bit there when you, you said so, that in the context of time and space. In the context of time and space, there's eternity. Oh, and, okay. in, and in eternity, the fullness of who God is. So when... Things happen to me in the appointed time and in the space that they are happening in. As I sit and rest in the Father, I tend to find eternity. And once I connect with eternity, everything comes into context. Because remember, we are, we are linear in our seeing and we are linear in our timing and our being. Mm-hmm. And we never see beyond time and we never see beyond the spaces that we are in. But when we connect with who God is, time and space suddenly connect with eternity such that what I am going through here right now is contextualized within the bigger plan and the bigger scheme of the plans of God for my life. So for me, those are, three, those are the three things that have always made wow. sense and that keep on making sense for the different groups that we're working with Powerful. as they go through their pain Powerful. and trying to find answers. Amen. If you have just joined us, we're just talking about, uh, unexpectedly talking about about, um, really just some practical ways uh, to deal uh, with pain. People are dealing with pains of every sort, pain of loss, pain of death, pain of note, uh, 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 finding that you are maybe wandering in the same desert and arriving in your promised land. But above everything, the pain of loss, which is many people have been dealing with. Remember, 
uh, as our sister has shared, remember that God is sovereign. He is God. Mm. And it reminds me of the scripture, as the heavens are above mm. the earth, are high Amen. above the earth, Amen. so high Amen. are his ways, higher than our ways. And so he says, she says, God invites us to the place of rest and mm. that when we are confused and in pain, we at times end up knocking on doors we have no business knocking in. I find that absolutely powerful and time and space. Please, won't you just close for us uh, in a word of prayer, even as you strengthen uh, uh, the person listening at home now with this matter who is battling with pain. Father, we thank you for the kindness that we are in. And we thank you that, Almighty God, we are in this kind in you, Father. We thank you for the future. We thank you for Holy Spirit. We thank you for the gift that you have left or you have given us. That even as we navigate these difficult times, we have Holy Spirit leading us to all truth. Father, yes, we thank you for Lord. truth that is in your word. Truth mm. that is embodied in the person of Christ. Yes, Truth Lord. that anchors us and keeps us stable mm. in this time of confusion. Truth that sets free, yes, Lord. Lord. We thank you for absolute and divine freedom at a time of perceived enslavement and pain, Almighty God. We thank you for truth, Almighty God, that elevates truth, that manifests your goodness, a grace poured down. That Almighty Father reminds us that even as we look at the level of sin, there's a truth in your word that tells us that there's an abundance of grace that has been poured down, Almighty Father, to enable your body to navigate and deal with falsehood and deal with pain and deal with negativity. Mm. Father, until your kingdom is established, Almighty Father, and Shiloh comes, Almighty Father. We thank you, Almighty God, for the rod of justice, the scepter of righteousness, Almighty God, that has come down. We thank you for eyes, Almighty Father, that see beyond, Almighty Father, what is, Almighty Father, but see what really is. Is Almighty Father in you, God? We thank you for the raising of sons, the manifestations, Almighty God, of of Godhood in creation at a time when humanity is reeling, cursing in drunkenness, Almighty Father, crying out, Almighty Father, and seeking you and seeking other remedies, Almighty Father. But we thank you, Lord, that there's a grace, Almighty Father, that lifts. Up, and there's a grace that brings back the order of godliness in creation. Father, Psalm 24 reminds us that, Father, this is your earth. What we are going through does not negate the fact that this, Almighty God, is your earth. And everything that is in it, Almighty Father, is created by you, made through you, because you are brought into existence in you and formed, Almighty Father, for your glory, Almighty God, Father, even in this, 
we still declare your glory. Is in our pain, we still cry out, Almighty God, that you are glorious Father, that you are sovereign and that you are loving, and that, Almighty Father, we will taste and we will see, Almighty God, your goodness in this land, and we will live to proclaim, Heavenly God, that you are a good Father. God, say, I'm a body. God, say, I'm come together, Almighty Father, to reveal, God, say, I'm in time and space, Almighty Father, the goodness and the godness of God, Almighty God. We thank you, God, for realignment, Almighty God. We thank you for redefinitions, Almighty Father. We thank you, God, for navigation, Almighty Father, of the creation, Yako, to your original intent, Almighty God. What you had in your heart, Almighty Father, when you created, even in this time, we see, Almighty God, that God, this is where this whole thing is driving us to. Will be magnified. Even as we touch Kosyam, breaking hearts, Kosyam, remain magnified in their lives. Even as you restore through pain, Almighty God, because some household, because some gone, because some into disorder and dysfunction because of pain. Father, because some let them taste you, Almighty God. Let them see you. Father, Holy Spirit, go touch, go align, go transform, go make sense, go reveal truth, transform, because some and elevate, Almighty Father. But because some and all is said and done, God be glorified in your creation as God. And let the principalities, even the angels, look down and see you, Kosyam, in your full glory, Kosyam, because your sons lived in authenticity, in authenticity, and your sons lived in truth, Almighty God. Father, be magnified, Kosyam, for your prophets. Be magnified for those, Kosyam, who speak your truth. Be magnified, Kosyam, for your sons, mm, Almighty God, and your yes, daughters. Father, and we bow before you, and we declare you holy, we declare you great. Glorious, we declare you great in the name of the person, Almighty Father Jesus, Kosyam, who died for us, and who is currently Kosyam redeemed, Kosyam in sitting, Kosyam in godliness in you, Kosyam. Kosyam, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, even as He intercedes for us, Kosyam, our High Priest, our Apostle Lord, Ah, Jesus Christ, we pray, Amen, Amen. 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 We bless the Lord. We thank God for you, Sissy. We thank you for the work that the Lord has done in your life. I believe that this is graduation time, transition, positioning, and repositioning. We believe that it is a time of release, time of coming out, out of the cave. It's a time of the appointment of the Josephs, the Daniels, the Mordecais, the Esthers, all those that the Lord has been preparing, yes. and you also enter rest. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Thank you so much for joining us today. My name Thank is Vita We will see you again next week, same time, same place, right here on the program. Show me where we say it's no longer just about the talk. It's about the walk. We thank you, the woman of God, Upel Mulela Mutulwan. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. We'll see Amen. you next week. Goodbye. Thank okay, you so much, Sissy. God bless you. Thank you a lot for you. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, that was something. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And nothing close to what we're hoping to do. <laughs> Don't you love it? When that happens, we hope that you are blessed because the Lord sees you at home and knows exactly what you need at this moment. We are honored to be of service to the Holy Spirit. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Hier die inzetsel is aan jou gebring dier Radio Kaapse Kansel op 729 AM. Bezoek ons geris op www.kaapsekansel.co.za 